get ready, Heresy friends, for another 30k theoretical episode. This is all about the sweet, sweet command squads. Welcome to Trident Wargaming, a podcast dedicated to all aspects of tabletop wargaming. Your hosts are Bill and Andy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trident Wargaming. This is episode 41, and you are listening to the 30k theoretical part 3. Um, last time when we were talking about uh, the 30k theoretical, we were going deep into uh, librarians, forge lords, uh, the regular generic whirlwind tank, and then uh, destroyer squads. So if uh, you didn't catch that one, at the end of this video, there'll be a link you can click and jump in, or you can find it on our playlist if you want to get caught up. Uh, we got a part one there as well. Uh, but yeah, jumping in for this particular episode, I'm joined with my co-host Andy. Hey, hey, how's it going, everybody? You guys know me, Bill. Um, basically jumping in, we just talk about some current hobby stuff. What do you got on the hobby table? Ooh, <laughs> well, this this uh, past weekend uh, was actually a, a pretty good uh, push on the hobby network for me. <laughs> uh, so the uh, current project, the White Scars, the ever-ending project, I ended up getting the uh, Abenkin Shig uh, built up, cleaned up, and, and ready for uh, priming and painting. Uh, it's a nice change because all that white I'm now going to uh, start painting some black um, so I'll be fun they're a pretty cool model um, really nice uh, weaponry on them and stuff I've already got like plans for conversions in my head so um, 30k otherwise than that like just more jet bikes more bikes some infantry that I got to do some uh, uh, AK wash on and then uh, some of the other games like BattleTech uh, and whatnot, some bolt action, got some of that on the go as well. So, uh, but yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of built and prepping and uh, just getting a little bit of paint on here and there. And yeah, that's nice. kind of kind of it for me. How about you, Bill? Uh, also, a big push for me uh, on the hobby front: uh, painting my bolt action, my American Force Bonkos Bastards. Uh, they're yeah. they're almost done. I'm just applying like last little bits of wash and touching up any uh, like little spots on the jackets and stuff like that. Um, obviously, check you know check the Instagram out for pictures. You can check all the uh, the work in progress pictures and the finished results as well. Um, but yeah, looking really forward to getting this army done. Uh, if you've been with us for a little while. Uh, basically started these guys in January and I'm at the point where they're built gonna be hashtag fully painted uh, so that's a pretty big uh, achievement for me I'm excited to get mm -hmm. them going yeah he's gonna have the army painted before I got my painted <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and then some of the other pictures you guys might have seen are my uh, word bear Galvorback and the Margal uh, Contemptor Dread, which uh, are painted and ready to start getting details added on. I'm starting to cut in the blacks and silvers and stuff, and I've done some airbrushing work on them to try and pop them up a bit. And I'll have videos on how I just quickly pre-shade and spray the contrast paint to get that Word Bears color I've been talking about for a while. So Nice. Uh, that part's been pretty good. And then uh, kicking off with, you know, November, um, basically, yeah, it, it's it's going to be word bears and battle tech trying to <laughs> just crank out all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, the next next couple of months is uh, again, like I was saying, uh, really push on the white scars. Mm -hmm. um, considering you know, uh, uh, con was just uh, released. Oh, yeah. The viewing for Khan. How can I not yes. continue and complete his force? It, you know, his sons. Right? It was so. well worth the wait. I was happy they dropped the Khan. Um, 
I know there were some people out there who were a little disappointed there wasn't a box set reveal or anything extra, but for how nice that model looks and, you know, having the Primark range complete, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it was, it was well worth it. So, so, and, and, you know, like I was vibrating when they, they dropped them. Right. I was just like, <gasps> I pushed Gollum in a way and I was like, yeah, you're not my favorite anymore. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Darren. Um, but, unbelievable looking miniature like probably one of the the better uh sculpts i would say for sure um i I love his his pose his armor that his intricate armor i'm uh like i'm like speechless you know what i mean definitely Um, top three for me as well uh it's amazing it's it's amazing i'm almost even tempted to like get one for myself and do one up for myself and maybe get one of the local guys to commission one, just to have mm. that beautiful looking, done up piece, you know, in the showcase kind of thing, right? Uh, so, it's 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 great that they've dropped them. Uh, it was a nice surprise for sure. I know guys were, were guessing that it was going to be con, um, and like Bill said, the the box set. I mean, I was kind of a little. You know, I was I was kind of in that stage too. Where like, oh, there's no new box set, but the con sure made up for it. So yeah, um, beautiful, beautiful miniature. And uh, the one thing I did notice is on their preview when when they're talking about you know they drop the con and then they start talking about 30k or showing the screens for 30k. There was one screen that was, I think it said that that there was more coming or something like that right yeah i was hinting at there's more what could that be i don't know but um you know box sets who knows maybe they have, they have works to do the emperor now yeah that'd be pretty sweet right <clears throat> so that'd be actually really sweet oh it would it would complete that whole collection to be honest like you got the primarchs but you need an emperor and Melkador model yeah but who knows maybe that's that's maybe that's their plans for another character series coming down the road you know it'd be for sure but uh yeah regardless pretty cool i like how they're you know continuing to come out with with uh characters and uh more minis for heresy so it's all good in my books it's always nice for sure (laughs) Heresy model is a good day for heresy. So, but yeah, like on to what we were saying about November plans. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> we got side railed yeah. on that one. Um, but yeah, just continuing to get that army. My my whole plan is to get uh, the scars done. You know, uh, hopefully by the end of December, um, maybe mid January. Oof. Um, hoping. Right, I got a lot of bikes to work on, and whatnot, and then any other add-ons that I'm going to add on to them. But uh, it's it's going to be a big push. So um, some I might have to break some stuff up with you know some battle tech and whatnot, or you know one-offs for bolt action, just to give yourself that break because you kind of need that sometimes. Yeah, got to cleanse the palate, right? Exactly. So and we've yeah. been going pretty hard this year on. Projects yes. and pledges and everything. It's, yeah. For sure. For sure. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, nice. Very nice. Very nice. And like like I mentioned, Word Bearers, Battletech for me. That'll be the big push as well, just to get the rest of my Word Bearer Force finished off. So, Which will be awesome. Yeah. Gotta burn Kelth, you know. It's on the to-do list. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's funny. But I guess uh, jumping in, meat potatoes. Mm -hmm. So this particular episode is going to be all about command squads. Yep. And the reason we kind of talked about just doing the command squads by themselves is they're pretty much characters in their own right. Uh, The way that they can be not only um, narratively and thematically 
like influential influential on your army uh but it, it comes down to like a really nice modeling um freedom where you can make all these different characters inside your command squad individual mm-hmm. and have them as like yeah heroes in their own right so we felt it's, it's it was a- worth giving them their time in the spotlight it's almost like you're making that your own Mornavel, right? Yeah. So, um, and and as an example, um, uh, one of our, our community guys here, Chris Sharon, he mm-hmm. when I played him played against him with my Ultramarines one time, he had actually had a custom done up command squad, and like you looked at each middle model that he made, and they were all different in their own right, and it looked so badass on the field, you know. Um, so like you said, it's, it's a huge, huge, huge opportunity for modeling, you know, your minis and conversions and just creating that, you know, unit, that command structure, right? Banners and stuff like that too, you know, helmets and different weaponry. So as a, a, a modeling aspect, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably one of the best squads for it. Definitely. So. Definitely. Yeah. This is a a squad like that the term sky's the limit definitely applies yeah. to. Yeah. And and it's it's pretty nice because you do see a lot of guys uh who have access to uh 3D printers. Yeah. Um, you know, they kind of make parts and, and whatnot and um they come up with some really great stuff. You know. Oh yeah. Some very nice custom looking armor and uh and it just it fits right in, so props to you guys. You know, that's that's awesome. But uh, I guess getting into like the actual unit itself, yeah. Um, what's your take on it, there, Bill? What do you what do you think? Well, I guess start from the top, right? So uh, the whole thing behind the command squads is basically you're unlocking them with your Praetor. Lets mm-hmm. you to do your retinue command squad, and allows you to pretty much take a squad for the same force org uh, slot. Where Correct. They can they can be your bodyguard for your, your <clears throat> big old character. The squad itself, for starting out base like three man squad, seventy five points. Uh, it's pretty good. Like weapon skill five. The standard bearer's got two wounds, which is pretty nice. Um, yep. Having the odd number of Marines, like being able to have three and then purchase up to an additional two, I really like. It gives you a lot of freedom, um, but we'll kind of get into the, the freedom part of it later. The nice yeah, thing a about... Flexible. Yeah, well, they're super flexible. And the nice thing about these command squads is that you can customize them to fit the role that you want them to play yeah and because they're so flexible with unit size you can also give them the transport that will most benefit them and also benefit your um points allocation you don't necessarily have to break the bank on a command squad with a character that's true that's true um these guys they remind me of like the old chaos champion yeah, you know. So, um, but uh, the one thing too, like you mentioned about, like with transports and stuff, um, the nice thing about this command squad is it can fit in to some of the different armies out there. As an example, um, Blood Angels. As an example, you know, if you like to play with a lot of jump packs and stuff you have that option for gear, right? Mm-hmm. You can have them in with jump packs, you know, or if you, uh, you feel like running Terminators, you know, your commander, your Praetors in Terminator armor, these guys have access to that too. Or even jet bikes, jet bikes, regular bikes. Um, so, you know, like uh, as an example, which I'll talk about later, um, I could put them in, use them quite well with my, scars if i want to right so big flexibility on that like huge 
Yeah. You know, they start off with artesifer arm anyway. Yeah. So Which if you nice. just want to run them on foot, it's it's pretty good, pretty good, and um, they have quite the selection of of war gear. Um, and they, and again, their stats are pretty good. It's nice that it's weapon skill five. You know, two attacks base on each of them, right? Um, and their gear pretty standard. Like there's their regular loadout is pretty standard for a marine. You know, bolter, bolt pistol, that kind of thing, frag and crack grenades. Uh, but the standard bear with the legion standard. That's where it makes things really good, because now they're fearless, right? So, them and then whatever around them, six inches, I believe, um, they become fearless. Now you think, okay, well, doesn't really happen too much in 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 thirty k and whatnot, but there's always that chance. There's always something out there that catches you off guard and it happens, you know? So it, it's it's a big bonus to have that standard. It's also that big bonus, an opportunity to make a fancy standard in your unit. So Definitely. Um, and then, like, it's been a long time since I've seen a Terminator command squad. Yeah, and that's, you know? <laughs> that's where the command squad is a special place for me, personally. I I really like Terminator command squads. Um, mm -hmm. you know, although their dedicated transport slots, a Rhino or a Land Raider, uh, Proteus, I should specify, um, yeah. I like to usually take just the Dreadclaw to pop them inside and let them do their thing. It's, uh, a cheap and cheerful way to throw them in, uh, on the board, get them into the enemy's deployment zone as that spearhead kind of squad um with right. proper support too you know uh but yeah being able to take you know your praetor and maybe include an extra command squad member so you have a four-man squad you all jump into a dread claw and it's just yeah it can be pretty sweet well they're definitely yeah they definitely are good for a drop army for that aspect yeah. of it right um you know on their rules as well like they are chosen warriors. So come down to a challenge. They can save your your, your Praetor mm -hmm. if need be, right? Um, and then, of course, if you're in Terminator armor, um, what Terminator armor would you take, though? Would you say for yourself? Uh, personally, I'd probably be rocking out Tartaros. Tartaros? Yeah. It seems to be one I'm, I lean towards quite a bit. Uh they just seems yeah it's kind of the best of both worlds right like yeah you get only a five plus save but being able to uh, run and overwatch and sweep can't be underestimated like it's it's very 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 tactical and it gives you a lot of choice when you're playing in your games right so and and i guess it yeah like if you were taking this command squad depending on like maybe your army or something i mean if, if it was a world eater command squad yeah i mean that army itself is probably always moving you know like it's always pushing forward it's always trying to get into combat kind of thing if you're in in cataphracty armor you know you're slowed down a fair bit right so i don't know and, and having your character who probably is mainly going to be close combat i'm assuming because they usually are yeah well he's not in combat what is he doing he's just eating up points walking to his target you know what i mean it's true so um i know like i know we talked about like actually building kind of a force uh building a command squad yeah kind of whatnot and uh i did go with uh uh Tartarus armor as well. Um, you know, and like two power fists, two chain fists, a power weapon kind of thing. Kind of like your just kind of your standard Terminator loadout almost. Mm -hmm. Right? I like having chain fists in there. Um, I know yourself, you're before you talked about just having fists and like one sword. 
Yeah, um, like if you've got points, I, that's kind of where I fall. Well, let's, let's face it, right? I'm I'm very frugal when it comes to dropping extra points. If I've got extra five points for that chain fist, sure, I'll buy one. But yeah. if I don't, pfft, they ain't getting shit. They, you know, they, they will take <laughs> just power fists, and I'll always have that one power sword guy just there to die because. You know, you do roll once, it does happen, and I'd rather lose a power sword than lose a power fist. Oh, for sure. Uh, for sure. I mean, with these guys, you know, their role, not only are they, like, the commander's bodyguard, but they, if they're in Terminator armor, like, they're still, I still kind of regard them as doing that same kind of job, Yeah. right? Um, so hence the, the, the power of uh, chain fists, right? Um it's nice having the weapon skill five for that and you know power sword well he's striking out initiative so um hopefully he'll be able to choose some guys up as well yeah um the n nice thing though is uh the like for me i would either equip him with um volkite chargers or the actual like a kami melta right no it's there. It's a bit more points, obviously. Like there's seven points a piece, I think. But um, having just a little bit of punch for, let's say you did drop down against, you know, uh, uh, close to a dreadnought, you get that chance of firing at him with your your uh, meltas. Maybe you pop them. Maybe it saves that saves the day from like not having to engage that that dreadnought or whatever you know maybe there's a vehicle that could like really chew you apart with plasma cannons or something you know what i mean so um as for the chargers they just they look cool <laughs> and uh i mean strength five assault two the flag rate yeah it's 15 inches but let's let's you know let's uh Let's not bullshit ourselves. It's uh, you're probably dropping these guys in, yeah, right. Or if you are in a transport, hopefully you're zooming up real fast, like you know, in a raider, right? Um, especially if they are in a dedicated transport with uh, the one that they get, their Proteus, I believe. You were saying before, right? Yeah, the Proteus. Yeah, so if you're popping out of the Proteus. At least you have something you're shooting with. Yeah. So, and they have options. They have they have some other guns that they can um, get. You could just keep with the regular bolters, or you know, you have um, I believe it's the Reaper auto cannon and plasma blasters and flamers. Yeah, the standard um, three. Honestly, kind of expensive. They are, but. Uh... If you've got points, I highly recommend Reaper Auto Cannon all day, every day. Yeah. So you're only getting one. Yes. Right. So 50. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I, I can see what you're saying. Um, I don't think I've ever used a Reaper Auto Cannon. For consistent <laughs> strength seven, two shots, AP four, twin linked, like just constant firing. It's nice. Yeah. It is nice to have. Um, I've been able to bring down Storm Eagles. Oh, there you go. Glance them out. Just keep glancing. And it, it does work. So. Hmm. It does but work. But yeah, they have, uh, they have, like, they have the other gear, just like Terminators, you know, Lightning Claws, Thunder Hammers, stuff like that, Grenade Harnesses. Yeah. Um, so, really, it's it's another Terminator squad with, with some good flexibility um and obviously the banner right and being chosen warriors so that's pretty cool now uh going back to like these guys and, and i'm talking with uh, uh terminator up here again is i was talking to you about this before bill about the imperial fists yeah right like this is a command squad and they are terminators so technically you can give them the shield i believe replace the bolter with the shield right the vigil pattern yeah yeah and uh 
having weapon skill five and then these a tough nut to crack like that's pretty good see in my opinion the one thing that really grinded my gears when um <laughs> forge World dropped the huskarl rules is yes. like this command squad makes a better huskarl squad than the huskarl squad makes and the reason is, don't throw your trash at me just listen <laughs> the reason I say that is because you can actually arm them properly, which they're in Indominus pattern plate. They're right. supposed to be. Um, they're depicted in the lore that way with shields, and I just think it would be a far more iconic squad to use. Rocking them out, right, with regular Terminator armor, Storm Shields, rocking out. Now we know why. Huskarls are in Cataphraki is because that's what the models have for upgrades. They have Cataphraki, you know, storm shields, and that's that's what it is. So cool, but yeah, they 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 should have been in regular armor because yeah, this Legion Command Squad is just a better Huskarl squad, in my opinion. Um, and that's coming from an Iron Warriors player, okay? So <gasps> come at me, fight me. Uh, but I, I honestly, I feel it's true. Um, it's okay, everybody. Down in down in Bill's heart, he almost went with the Imperial. I did, I did, but uh, <laughs> then I saw it's just a reverse of colors, Bill. Then I saw <laughs> then I saw the light, and uh, I went the went the proper route. <laughs> went the proper route. Um, biggest thing, uh, I guess. Getting the most out of this squad, for me, and I've kind of touched on that a little bit before, is, um, and also remember, you can only take Terminator armor if you're Praetors in Terminator armor. But um, honestly, dropping them in a Dreadclaw, uh, running running with your Praetor, it is a very good distraction unit, and being able to plan other drop units around this kind of a squad can really help you turn um, a scattered like landing into like a huge huge like like beachhead in the enemy's uh, rear deployment um, hmm. depending on how you're trying to build your army I, I always like to build odd drop units and minimum of three always and three to five like five is the real sweet spot uh, just because at least Nine times out of ten, if you're taking mostly pods or something that auto drops down, like termites or whatever, at least you can start all kind of bubbling up around that squad. So you have like a massive blob of units that are all fearless because of that six inch bubble. Nice. So it's, I really think, yeah, like if you build the force around that itself, it can really give you a one up, especially for those pesky, um, you know morale rolls and whatnot as iron warriors you're even more off like in the bonus because you're not taking any of those rolls and you can literally just march these squads right down your opponent's throat and start taking out backline um mm. if they've got thud guns if they've got that sakaran arcus if they got that you know that dirty dog scorpius or venatar anything anything that's going to cause you a threat drop this squad beside it and they will either drive away, turn, try and pop the Dreadclaw. They'll spend time shooting at it. And when it does drop, that's fine. Just keep your Praetor and that banner at the back and everyone else can die. It doesn't matter. <laughs> because like that's taking valuable shooting away from the rest of your squad. And then you just throw in the hammer, fast using, fast moving units, right? Um, it's just yeah, it's super super good. I've I've used them in the past uh, with my Iron Warriors with drop uh, style units. I've even brought them out with uh, the wolves a couple times, and you can yeah, you can really get some really good uh, insurance, which isn't a very common thing in Heresy. So being able to rock out fearless and know like oh you know what i can run into this fight and i might not win but i'm not gonna break and that's that's half the battle as if you can hold them out in their turn or even if they kill you in their turn 
now they're free in your turn for you to capitalize on shooting. It, that has happened many times as well. So this is where you really start to try and plan ahead and utilize these squads as, you know, little speed bumps in your army to to help out. No, for sure. For sure. I've even, like, I know I've looked at, uh, just recently looked at um, fitting them into the SCARS uh, army. Uh, they get pretty pricey. They can, yeah. Um, I think I was probably in the 320 range. My goodness. So, um, you know, maybe like comparing them to like the Golden Kashig. Yeah. They're, they're very similar. They're not fearless. Um, the Kashig, that is. Um, but they do have a lot of, they have access to some heavy weapons, like, uh, you know, for close combat, right? So, um, similar kind of idea, but different. Even though, like, you, for me, wanting to have that fast army still on bikes, I can do that. And, of course, they'll be equipped with, with different kind of weapons, again, fists and stuff like that. Um, it'd be a really neat opportunity to, to model some interesting characters riding bikes, you know. Um, but very, very expensive, and I don't, don't know if it's really worth um, for... Uh, my scars army as of yet yeah. i'd have to i'd have to sit down and like put them in a, an actual game and try them out Rule, and see how well they cool fare. man Rule's cool oh for sure i mean i would love to do a um a um, command squad on foot yeah but my praetor's riding a bike so yeah. uh, <laughs> save the command squad on foot for your ultramarines yeah <laughs> <laughs> But see, that's the beauty of it, right? Like, you could literally make just those specialized miniatures for for just the sake of that command squad. Yeah. Um, it's true. And I don't think... I think it's uh, also... You can also use them for... I believe it's for um, units that actually have the warlord uh, keyword you can take them as well, I believe, for them, right? Oh, which the the command, the command squad? Yeah, yeah, right. It's not like it's uh, generically it's a praetor. Yeah, but then you might have other units that have that warlord, you know, uh, uh, wording. Yeah, where they can take a take you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it even says it. On the retinue and stuff, but uh, either way, I mean, pretty cool. Um, but again, lots of different options on them. Yeah, there are. I think um, visually, one of the nicest command squads I've seen was Josh and his uh, com Deathwing companions. Mm -hmm. Paint up for his all bike Dark Angel list. It yep. was man. I gotta fight that army. Sick. It was sick. <laughs> like they look awesome. Nice. Yeah. They look really good. I'll try and I'll try and get a picture for it. Um I might I might have one on the page there. So But yeah, very, very cool looking uh squad. And that's that's the nice thing is I think yeah, this this squad is one that checks off all the boxes. This checks off like building opportunity, painting opportunity different play mm -hmm. styles, um, fulfilling different roles. Um, one of the, I guess one of the big things is how would you make this squad better? Mm -hmm. What do you think would be a better way to arm them or to, to give them? Like I, I have a couple ideas myself if you want to stew on that while I, yeah, you yeah, go ahead. Here. Um, one of my biggest things is I'd really like to see the Land Raider options opened up. The Proteus yeah. is, Fair yeah, enough. okay, cool, but I want a Phobos. Like, if I'm taking Command Squad, I want to be able to actually, like, move up, jump out, assault with this squad. The, the Proteus is cool, 
but it's not, you know, it's not really going to lend itself well to the squad. Like, no, okay, that said, that, that's just dedicated transport, right? So look at that as a limitation only if you are short on slots, heavy support slots, or if they are part of an army that has a right that specifically says you must use your dedicated transport or you have to be deployed in your tank or something, right? It's just, I'd really like them to have more options just as dedicated. Um, you would think as a command squad, they'd probably have access to almost all the different transports. That would definitely, I think, kind of make it a little bit more fun. Fair enough. So that's that's one of the big ones for me. Um, it, uh, yeah, it, it would, it would just help down the road, I guess. Uh, the only other thing I would I would do to make them better is uh, I'd probably bump all of them to two wounds instead of just the standard bear. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that well that would make them. Two wound terminators, pretty much. Yeah, like I think right. it. I think it would just be. You'd get more bang for your buck. Like they're still T four, so you know strength eight's gonna instant death them, and that's fine. But having two wounds, being able to shrug off bolt or fire, you really kind of get to see these characters in your mind's eye, of them just trudging through the field and just taking you know a total shit ton of firepower, uh, taking wounds, just shrugging off you know sh shrugging off all the damage incoming and then you know pulling blades and rolling into the enemy and it's just yeah i think it would be a lot of fun to see them that way one thing that just popped in my head with with them which i think would make a, a command squad really versatile for each legion is uh, now there's kind of two ways of this if they had a list of legion standards that you were able to pick from oh like bonuses so yeah so like this one is is six inches fear right yeah and I, I would keep it at six inches like that's that's a fine number keep it at that that's cool but let's say i want to use this with my uh, world leaders, yeah. For example, and I'm running them on foot. You know, uh, they're not in terminator; they're in army army. They're running up with the the regular infantry, the warriors. You know, they're just running in, berserking. Within six inches, they're allowed to, you know, either like add a distance to their charge or re-roll some kind of fail charge or something like that, right? You know, I think world leaders might get that anyways, but. Um, but a bonus like that, or if you have an army, maybe like your, your, uh, iron warriors, maybe you get some kind of bonus to shooting, you know, and make it kind of like a bubble, right? So anything around the banner within six inches of, uh, of it, maybe you get a, a bonus to your ballistic skill instead, you know what I mean? Plus one or yeah. something like that. Just, just little things like that that would make the make this unit a bit more um you know people would want to play it more yeah kind of thing right uh otherwise you would like i was gonna i was saying before you would make a list of all the legions and then each legion would get a specific uh Bones, rule yeah yeah for their standard right so um there's that um, possibly, you know, um, instead of having, maybe instead of having these guys as chosen warriors and actually having them as characters so that you can take specific weapons from your legion. Oh, right? I see. Yeah. Like there's weapons in there that they say, well, you know, you're, um, character type can replace their power sword with uh, this weapon, right? Uh, that kind of idea. There's something like that. It would be pretty cool. Um, other than that, I mean, they do have a lot of options already. 
Um, I don't really think they, you know, are going to be like an ultimate range kind of fighting unit. But um, I think some of the the other weapons, like the heavy chainsword, the charnable saber, it's not so much the unit, but maybe those weapon options, like they would have to go back and kind of revisit the actual weapons yeah. to see if they're going to be more appealing to use, right? For sure. So, um, other than that, yeah, um, maybe depending on you know what army you're, you're taking, there's always different options for like their grenades and stuff. Like you get melt bombs for these guys if you wanted to, but there's always always different things that they can put into their yeah, well, the melt bomb it's it's a flat 25 points, too, regardless if you have three models or five models. So yep. you're getting ripped off in that particular aspect. But, <laughs> again, that's coming from uh, the frugal guy who... I, I don't buy dozer blades, right? Like, this is the kind of guy you're dealing with. I just, I'm, <laughs> I'm tired of spending points on him and minimize he the He likes risk. having his boots. Yeah, minimize the risk. You know, if you really have to drive in the terrain, okay, cool, do it. But if you don't yeah. have to, just drive around it because, yeah. Save those points for juicier things. Um, maybe having an option to make their weapons mastercrafted. Yeah. You know, yeah, you they're like their close, com their close combat weapon, that is, right? You know. Yeah. Just, I'm not, I'm not saying all of these options but no you know little bits it's, there's little things you could add oh for sure you could even give them like you could get instead of that you could give the squad hatred for a turn right yeah there you go like, like, something like, that's the thing you can make the banner like that if you wanted yeah. to so which it's it's uh you know the wish list right it is really <laughs> and, what if and that's the big thing is you know guys listening out there how do you guys run your command squads? Do you run them similar? Are you against Terminator armor? Do you rather just, you know, arty armor and have power armor marines running around? Um, combat shields? Yeah, combat shield maybe instead. Just like, yeah, let us know in the comments. Uh, flick us a message, whatever. Because like, we like hearing how a lot of the other, you know, players like to run. It's, uh, it's kind of neat. Like, I, I love my Terminators. I'm very shock troop heavy. Um, I was for a really long time with my Iron Warriors. That's just, to me, that's just the play style that they really excel. And let, let's be real, you know, like, Iron Warriors aren't really going to pussyfoot around. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you if you got a mission, you're, you're going at it full bore. So I just, I think Terminators are so brutal, but they fit the, the Legion aesthetic and the feel so well. It's just... Take them at every opportunity. So, yeah, different, uh, definitely different ways of, of playing with these guys and building them and yeah. equipping them. So, um, Not for sure, be nice to see more of them on the field. Uh, it'd be maybe a project in the future to to actually create one, even if. I wasn't going to really use them too often, but yeah. uh, the Ultramarines, I think, would, would do quite well with all their intricate armor. And the Scars would be uh, nice to do as well, cause make each of those you know, chosen Marines just look like they have a specific purpose, right? Like, like this guy is the guy with the two-headed heavy weapon, you know what I mean? He's got the big Dow or whatever. Uh, he's got the you know blade and shield, right? That kind of thing. The banner bearer you can really, really customize these guys and actually turn them into like mini characters. Oh, definitely, definitely. Be pretty neat. If you want the most badass standard bearer like model ever, model him with a power fist holding the banner. Old school. <laughs> like third edition style, regardless if he's in 
arty armor or terminator armor make him look badass because i don't know every time i think about that that's that's the model that pops into my head plants the banner in the ground with the power fist. yeah yeah i'll make sure i put a just, picture up so you guys can see it just relive the glory up. days yeah <laughs> yeah but no there's and that's the nice thing is there is there are a lot of models out there even from some of the older ranges that you can uh you know tinker with and then of course the 3d printing as well i'm sure yeah a lot of guys out there doing that stuff already and um yeah ultimately it, it's a it'll be it'll be a fun unit fun unit to work on for sure yeah even like i said even the bikers would be fun to really really customize you know having all these you know uh, shields and like maybe blades and stuff and maybe even like trophies on the side of their bikes having like uh kind of like the the uh, deathwing deathwing ravenwing kind of feathered uh thing on the back of their bikes i don't know what that's called but they're like uh hussars almost yeah right just doing that kind of stuff you can have the 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 guy with the banner you know maybe different types of banners i think dan and actually ended up giving me a a um looks kind of like a japanese style ancient giant uh japanese banner so that'd be pretty interesting maybe to slap that on there and, and use that change it up so but um yeah well, be good. that's huh. pretty good little yeah topic on them a little spiel just on yeah just on the command squads so yeah and send us pictures yes if you got some cool ones send us pictures <laughs> yeah well it's it's just it's always good like you know checking out even the instagram the hashtag trident wargaming more and more pictures popping up all the time which is nice um good engagement you know like like we said this is episode 41 we've kind of been going steady we've tried to been uh you know cranking out every week for you guys this yep. last year um and with the new year we'll bring a new season um a whole new kind of uh approach really kind of focus on what's been working and trying to keep bringing you guys more content so if you're liking this kind of stuff please let us know uh we've been getting really good positive feedback from it and feedback yeah. good or bad like we want to hear it all because if there's something you didn't like or we missed something let us know it's, 100%. it's a learning experience all around so 100%. that's hey, we, we're, the hobby we're we're doing this to share what, what we feel and what we think about the game and the hobbies you know and, and the modeling aspect of things and like army building and, and playing in general and even you know even uh even just the mentality of of play groups and whatnot too right and yeah. and uh you know there's a whole bunch of topics that we have discussed about like what we ultimately want was to literally share our experience with you guys you know and um you know, if there's like Bill said, if there's if stuff that you guys want to, you know, explore or want or maybe recommend or even see if we can check it out, you know, by all means, you know, hit us up. And uh, I know we're always continuously trying to work on something, be it you know the miniatures or you'll see our posts on Instagram and you know you got uh, I know Bill's done a couple of you know uh, little painting projects showing you how he does certain things and i like to do a lot of the uh, unboxings to show you guys these kits you know which helps i think in in the long run yeah. like you know if, if you're new to a system and by chance you know we're doing an un unboxing of it you can actually see the the kit before you decide to get it it's true. which as a, a hobbyist could save you some money you know very true um but even going back to just, hey Bill, how do you how did you do this weathering on your you know on your armored car kind of thing, right? Yeah. Or whatever, right? Stuff like that helps, and you guys share with us as well. Little tips and tricks too, which is nice because then it's like, huh, I'm gonna try that. 
And then next thing you know, it's like, this is my go-to, you know? Yeah, it is for sure. And it's, we always, we always love to learn some new stuff, some new tactics, some new, you know, uh, tried new things on new projects. Um, and this year was really, that's what it was, was, uh, or is, still is, is yeah. we were trying a lot of different projects too, right? Well, so. just trying to push the envelope, really, really mm-hmm. focusing on that trinity of hobby, right? Building and painting and playing. As you've probably heard before, we talk about with our motto, build it, paint it, play it. That's yep. that's the whole thing, right? Like all three of these aspects of the hobby go hand in hand. We enjoy some more than others, but as you progress through your own hobby journey, you'll notice how the priority shifts sometimes from playing to more of the painting modeling aspect or you know back to more playing it's it's very uh, interesting how it all goes down so we just yeah we we like to keep hearing from you guys and uh you know stay tuned to the social media pages because uh you know we will still do giveaways and we'll still be doing um our local kind of pledges and stuff like that it's it's all we'll just bring in hype to the systems we're we're hype monsters here, so when something hits us quick, <laughs> we just we jump in, both feet go hard, and oh, for sure. yeah, you can get a lot of stuff done. You know, like I've never played a full game of Necromunda, and yet I have a fully painted game, mm-hmm. and that's just yeah, that that was the hype that sucked me in. So it's I'm on my fourth game of Bolt Action. I just finished my fourth game, and I've. I've got a painted army almost, so it's just it's it's crazy how fast you guys can kind of go. But uh, yeah, we hope you guys enjoy the episode. Uh, next round we'll have a few more um, units that we've got questions on. I have a huge list of questions. We just kind of keep going through it, knocking them one at a time. And some of these units are super super detailed. Where yeah, it, it takes a little bit of time to go through them. So we will get there. We'll keep cranking out, and we'll start going into a little bit more. Um, hands-on tactica as we move into the new year we got some special stuff planned to show you guys so yeah so yeah very true yeah maybe some uh some tactics videos real time mm. shit just saying yeah, just that's... saying so <laughs> but uh yeah thanks for tuning in everybody and yeah just keep on uh keep on painting catch you guys later <laughs>